Y'all, it's time to oh, capture your be real. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, we get yes. to be real today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> Sabrina. I'm keeping that in the episode. I just think that's going to be the preference to this entire. I cannot. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Anubis Backwards, the podcast. Um, do we normally, we don't normally introduce ourselves. We did it once and it was kind of weird, but then now we keep talking about it. So should we just do it? I, I, I was going to introduce myself, but I was like, we never do. I'm Laura. If you ever heard us speak, we never introduce ourselves. I'm Brenna. If for some reason you're picking up with this episode and not one of our other 50 ones we've already done. Well, we never say our names. We said That's our true. names in our intro episode. We that said was our it. name in the intro. You just had to guess who was who. What uh, if I this mean, whole time someone thought I was Emily? That'd be hilarious. I also feel like we all have very unique, like, accents. We yeah, do. but, yeah. like, what if they didn't know because we never introduced ourselves, so they just decided to pick which one of us is which? You know what? Then I support them. Please tweet us if you got it wrong this whole time, and for the past, like, two years you thought we were different people. Please let me know. I want to know who I am. Yeah, me too. Anyways, I'm Emily. Hello. <laughs> I've been- so in the housekeeping. <laughs> um, anyway, so I am the host of your housekeeping this week. Not the episode, just your housekeeping. Mind you, I decided I was going to creep everyone's IMDb's to get you some some news. So there is a movie called The Fence that Eugene Simon was in that just came out recently. I think it only came out in the UK. Um, again, as I just said, we kind of last minute did our housekeeping this year, but um, this year, this week, <laughs> whatever. Anyways, that it just recently came out. So um, I don't have more info than that. It's The Fence that just came out. I think it's only out in the UK right now. Um, Paul Anthony Barber was in an episode of The Marriage that came out on August 14th. That is also, you know, a UK thing. And here's the news that made uh, Brenna and I excited. So Clarissa Clayton is going to be in the adaptation of The Flat Share, which is a book we both read and we really enjoyed. She will, it looks like she's going to be playing Kay, and Kay is actually Leon's girlfriend. Oh, I remember that now. I'm yes. excited. I hope that's her. I read that book, but I don't remember. I actually had to go find an ebook to, like, and I had to look through it. Um, oh, wait, hold on. I might be able to. It's also a Paramount. Nope, that's not Paramount. Why did Paramount Plus pop up when I was looking it up? That was weird. You know. It's like, it's going to be Paramount Plus. I think it's actually Amazon Prime. Oh, cool. I don't know. We'll give you more details if we get more because I got this info off IMDb, so it's also subject to be wrong. But I hope it's not because you know how we we, we enjoyed the book. We like Clarissa. We hope it's true. Oh, and what? last but not least, uh, the Vampire Academy series is going to be out by the time you hear this. But uh, Vampire Academy comes out on September 15th. On yeah, about tomorrow when we're recording this. But... Well, tomorrow, yes. We're recording September 14th. Uh, please check it out. I don't think it's like the more I hear about it, the less and less it seems like it's going to be remotely close to the books. But I'm still excited. I'm, I've never read the book, so lucky for me, I get to watch just No Thoughts for Goodbyes, which honestly, I feel like with Netflix's adaptations of books might be better for everyone. Me too. I'm just here to support Louisa. And that's it. Because <laughs> I feel like Netflix likes to mess up book adaptations, but if you don't care about the book, you won't care. I feel like I've accepted that it's not going to be anything like the books, so I'm just here for the chaos. I think it's going to be super chaotic and I know I've actually messaged our friend Sarah from the book hose a few times about it because I just reread the Vampire Academy book which mind you as a 28 year old because I reread them when I was still 28 they did not hold up like high school me really 
thought these books were a lot and 28 year old me is like wow these were questionable i did not have a fun time with my reread oh last but not least we got some birthdays uh mine emily's was the second of september i did we do august birthdays i think we probably did because we recorded in august yeah we did july and august i think if not i'm editing i'll just edit them in and then mina anwar's aka trudy's is september 20th happy birthday yay all right and then one last thing before we get started we got another voice memo so actually we got a repeat voice memoer so evie who i think we listened to her voice memo last episode or maybe it was two episodes ago and there's another one which i love so like anyone can send us a voice memo even if you've already done it we want to hear all your thoughts so yep. let's listen to hear what she has to say hey evie again i was wondering what your takes were about the cup of ink and its location so about three quarters through season two the saboon club discovers a secret passage that connects to the library nina mentions that it provides them with a place to hide the cup of ink what we've seen of the tunnels so far it doesn't really show anywhere to hide the cup so do you think that rufus and vera and victor were just continually running past the cup in the final arc of season two this little plot hole is so funny to me and i was wondering what your take was thanks you know i could actually see them running past the cup multiple times that would have been funny I really could. Yeah. We need some more want, comic release. I almost want to go back and like find this episode where Nina says that, but I like I have no idea. I'm like, where where would she have put it in the tunnels? Maybe in that first room, like right when <laughs> the like, laser thingy happens. Yeah, I, I thought know. that they put the cup of ink underneath the stage and then never mentioned it again <laughs> and completely forgot. I it just existed. assumed it was still under the stage. Yeah, me too. I don't remember her saying that. And you know, you're you're not wrong. That would be a great place to hide it, except for there are multiple ways to get into the tunnel. So. That would, I would classify as a Nina not thinking things through, thinking things through moment. Yeah. What, a, what an annoying plot hole, though. And what a, like, important thing to just throw in a line and not actually, I mean, I guess they don't really need the cup again, but still, I don't know. Weird. I, yeah, I, they're always like, I forgot, the, I didn't even know they knew the cup existed in season two. It's like how in season three, like, Victor had tears of gold in season two, but then he never remembered that existed. <laughs> right, I forgot yeah. that you existed. Like, what tears of gold? I honestly would love to have known what the show was supposed to be if Natalia hadn't left. But it also annoys me because it sounds like they had plenty of time to rewrite the last few episodes. Yeah, and that so just didn't. they knew. So they really were just like, oh, we'll figure this out later. And by oh figuring God, it out later, they just problem. said, we do not see. <laughs> Uh, Nina just uh, never wants to come back to school, never tells anyone that she's not going to come back to school. We're not going to get into that because I feel like that's just going to bring up so that's much a later problem. problem. We're just going to st- the first episode of season three. Just gonna I think like we're almost going to need to have t- season three premiere is going to be like a two part episode. We're just going to be unhinged. Oh God. We're going to have to be like two parts. Why did? Because one part will just be us dissecting Ask Eddie. And then yes. the other part will just be the the rest of the episode. You'll just have me hear me plugging my ears and going la 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 la. I can't hear you. <laughs> so, do we have any more? Oh well, we're talking about. <laughs> I was like, oh, we can recap the episode. We can. We it's can time recap. to go. That's all our housekeeping. <laughs> okay. Well, today we're recapping House of Traps, House of Stakes, not stakes like the stakes like a vampire has, like yeah. Louisa might have in Vampire Academy, or she's a vampire, isn't she? <laughs> Is she I, a vampire I, killer? I don't Is know. So, no, 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 no. Hold on. She's a made-up character, but there are three types of vampire. Well, there's the two types of vampires. 
Um, the, the rich, the Morai, Morai, I might have just butchered that even though I just listened to the audiobooks. The Stigor, Stigor, whatever. And then there's the vampire half-bloods. I have a I feeling she's probably the more. I think she's probably the like rich, the full-blood vampire. Yeah, she looks fancy in all her pictures. Yeah, I'm thinking You know what she full- is in House of Anubis? Willow. Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not talk about it because it's not season three right now. <laughs> she's not wrong. All right. Guys and gals so, and non-binary pals. We open this episode. Sankara is in Eddie and Fabian's room. She says, tell me, I must find the Osirian. And Eddie reaches towards her. Fabian yells at Eddie to wake up, and he does. Fabian asks him if he had a bad dream, and Eddie says that the local ghost is haunted. Hold on, my phone's being stupid. Um, anyways, leave my boy alone. And then uh, he asks Fabian if he was shooting too, and he says no, Eddie woke him up. Uh, just, like, imagine if they were, like, even just, like, vaguely honest with Eddie about what was going on. They like just been. the second no. the second Sankara Why? appeared. Honestly, Why like that's ever be honest what I'm thinking. Like, yeah, oh yeah, there's a ghost. We we've seen her too. Like you could have like you didn't even have to tell him about like the Sabuna mystery. You could have just been like, oh no, we've been like trying to protect you from this ghost we've all seen. Like he would have bought into that hardcore. He would have been thrilled. Push the ghost factor on him. But what do you told Mara? He would have been like Mara. They said the ghost is real. Because <laughs> if he just thinks it's a dream, then it's one thing. But if he's like, if they tell him there's a real ghost, he's going to be like, Mara, we were right this whole time. And Mara's going to be like, I'm going to write an article about it. We were right. Ghosts in Anubis house. <laughs> I feel like somehow Mara like would love to say she's writing an article about ghosts, but also her journalistic integrity would be like, I can't write that. I won't be taken seriously. But wasn't she trying to write an article about ghosts with Eddie? No, that yes, but no. Can't really think of how to explain it. She was more there because she wants to prove him wrong, but then they got that picture of her and then she's like, oh no, you're right. <laughs> Mara is simply a scientist. <laughs> Scientific room. Eddie saw the ghost. Fabian saw the ghost. Everyone saw the ghost, but Mara. I don't know where I'm going with that statement. So then at school, Patricia asks Fabian about him and Eddie having the same dream. She wonders why Sankara is bothering Eddie now, and Fabian tells her to keep Eddie away. She says it's not like he's intrigued. He is a boy. He could so be. He could be so easily distracted. I'm just saying, like, show that boy like an ounce of attention, and he'll be distracted. <laughs> I mean, she really sad because he's getting no attention. She really overthought it. Like all she had to do was like give him some attention and he would have been like, Oh, wait, what? Eddie, let's go on a date. That's literally all she had to do was show her but boyfriend she... an ounce an ounce of attention. He would have dropped it. He would have been like, ah, what was well, I thinking she... about? I guess hang out with Sabuna, then go do the Senate game thing. So I guess she doesn't have time to go on a date. She could have gone on like a nice lunch date with him. A nice lunch picnic. Yeah, a nice picnic. Picnic. Another picnic. <laughs> Jory runs up to them and she tells them that she's confident that she's figured out the Senate game. Fabian has a good feeling about it. Amber has a sick feeling about it. But Fabian points out that they would get to see Nina and Alfie again. Go Joy. We love Joy. What Joy and Sabuna. So true. Was Amber's sick feeling comment like low-key a dig at Joy though? 100%. Probably. 100%. Not even low-key. High-key. I was like, is this a dig at Joy or is it like her stressed about the game? I feel like she's stressed but also she like hates Joy. Yeah, I think she thinks Joy's gonna like sabotage it. And, and I think she's also still like upset that Alfie ended up falling. And so she's like, is she gonna do it again? She could do it again on purpose. Is she trying to sabotage Sabuna? That's fair. We know she wouldn't, but it's fair. Patricia says that she didn't realize that she would miss Alfie this much. Eddie comes up and says, that's tragic. Too bad you couldn't miss your boyfriend that much. They all walk away and Patricia goes up to Eddie and tells him she's sorry, but she's had a lot on her mind. He says, Alfie stuff? She says, is he seriously jealous of her and Alfie? And Eddie says, Alfie was in the maker, so maybe she's the next twin. And then Mara and like Fabian and Joy are all watching this and they're just shook. <laughs> I love the trophy. So true. She misses Alfie. They're besties. <laughs> and then I was like 
damn Eddie, because he's really like, you're the next best twin. Wow, Eddie. Um, so first of all, oof. But also, you mentioned that they all react. But Fabi, like, pulls Joy away, like, okay, we're not getting involved in this one. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, no. like, Eddie walks up while Fabi and Joy are having this conversation. Fabi's like, no. That's so funny. Fabi was really just like, let's let them get it out of their system. But, like, also, let's spy on them. Honestly, like, let them, away, let them duke it like, out, but also I want the tea. I, I want to know what's going on. I, I want to hear Eddie being pissed off that Patricia says she misses nothing. There's so much on the scene, like, in this scene to unpack. Like, that boy. OMG. He really just said, mm. anyways. <laughs> I love this content for me. I got a Piper shout out, and I got Petrosi content, and I got Eddie being petty, which was funny. It was, in fact, funny. It hurt, but it was funny. <laughs> Funny. Too bad you couldn't miss your boyfriend that much. I mean, honestly, there she's giving him no attention. Me and Eddie constantly needing attention. Me too. Eddie's I'm right there with you. Mom. I'm like Tinker. I'm like Tinkerbell. If I don't get attention, I'll die. Apparently, so is Eddie. Then Eddie says that Patricia said no secrets and that they should share because that's what couples do. But he guesses that those rules only apply to him. And then Mr. Sweet cuts them off because he tells everyone that they have to do their homework. Um. So um. He's not wrong. There were no lies in that statement. He has a very good point. Very, very good point. Y'all, it's time to capture your be real. (laughs) 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 I'm so happy. Victor Sr. tells Nina that it will soon be time for him to take his lead for good. She asks him why, and he says for many years he's waited for someone like her, that he may finally pass on his message. He tells her to tell his son that he's sorry and that he was the worthless one after all. He gives her a ring to give to Victor, tells her to beware of Sankara, and then says farewell. I'm sure I had a comment. Hold on. It's about pro rings. Oh my gosh. All right, guys. So today at work, I found out we have we have rings with crows on them. Basically, we have crow rings. Uh, yeah, just imagine if Victor Senior gave Victor a ring in the shape of a crow. Incredible. I'm gonna go take a screen cap of the ring and put it on our Twitter and just go. Imagine if this was Victor. Imagine if this was Victor Senior's ring. It's called fashion. Look it up. House of Anubis <laughs> AU. This was Victor Senior's. <laughs> Okay. At school, Mr. Sweet announces that the Jackal won third in the competition they entered, and Mara won Blogger of the Year. Thanks, Eddie, and so she wishes to roll it. I have way too much to say this week. I'm sorry. Why am I apologizing? I'm editing. Okay, That's what the podcast is for. Speak your mind. Anyway, so proud of my journalist kids. What a shame the vlog just poofed. Um, also, maybe Honestly. this is also maybe this is why Mara gets valedictorian. It was the school-sanctioned extracurriculars. Fabian didn't have those. Fabian made his own. Yeah, Fabian was doing some arguably shady thing. Mara was, uh, you know, joining the school newspaper. <laughs> doing normal valedictorian things. And then she was like in the school play, but weren't they all in the school play? They were all ha- they were all forced to be in the school play. Is what it felt like. <laughs> they didn't have Fabian a choice. Fabian in the play? Yeah, he was Victor. Remember? Yes. No, the other school. Play. Play, the season three school play. Oh, the season three school play. No, I don't think he was in that. I, that one seemed more um, optional since not everyone was in it. <laughs> no, all I remember is Eddie was in it and never came close. <laughs> and obviously Jerome and Joy were in it because, you know. And they made it on stage. Yeah. <laughs> and Mr. Sweet was about it. <laughs> So then Poppy walks up to Mara. Now they're in the hallway. And she says that she called Jerome, but he isn't answering. And Mara says that she's called Jerome and he isn't answering as well. Poppy says she called both of her uncles and Jerome isn't with either of them. Poppy points out that Jerome is supposed to be making a statement at their dad's parole hearing about how their dad has changed. Mara says she'll ask Eddie if he remembers any more about Jerome leaving and says maybe they can use that article that she wrote about their dad for the hearing. She'll ask Eddie... 
But also, I was thinking, like, I know the teachers aren't doing anything about Nina and Alfie being gone, because they're like, okay, we know it's something to do with the task, like, it's Sabuna-related, whatever. But I wonder when Jerome disappears, if they just assume he's involved. Because he's, like, actually in trouble. Not that the other kids aren't in trouble, but, like, he's really in trouble. He's kind of been kidnapped. And they're just like, mm, like, thank God Mara and Poppy care, because teachers don't. Where do they think that Nina or Alfie are? I thought they thought Nina was visiting her grand. Well, I think, like, it, that, that's the excuse. But they're buying the bad lie, because, like, Victor and Vera know, like, it's something to do with the tunnels. Like, they know it's something to do with that. Oh, and so they're just letting it happen. think that Jerome, like, also got eaten into the yeah. That's, that's why they're not like where's Jerome because <laughs> they're just like oh another one <laughs> so now Rufus they're in Rufus's shed I believe and Rufus hands Jerome a glass of water and tells him to drink he then starts to unlock a safe as Jerome watches but he keeps looking away as Rufus looks back at him then Rufus leaves the shed Jerome starts to try to guess the code and remembers his dad telling him about someone using a glass to listen and guess the code to a lock he puts his empty water glass up to the safe to listen you know I just now noticed but Rufus upgraded his shed from last season he's got mm-hmm. a nicer shed this season or at he least it's cleaner with real estate ambition I guess <laughs> <laughs> we love this for him. He got a nicer shed. To I hope he got made a good profit on his old one, and <laughs> he's kidnapping you know. children. He got a nicer shed that can put more people in to kidnap. <laughs> he took Patricia's Yelp review to heart. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've been awake for way too long today. So then Mara and Poppy walk, they're at school. Mara and Poppy walk into the lounge. Mara asks Eddie if she remembers Jerome's uncle's name. He says it was something weird beginning with R. Poppy says her uncles have normal names, and Eddie says he'll tell them if he remembers anything. I just said Eddie's eating a hoagie, so Jerome. <laughs> <laughs> that I have to say, he was trying to share his hoagie, and that made me chuckle. But I appreciate that. Good for him. Wait, how do we know? <laughs> I cannot do this right now. Um, in the tunnels, Amber is shoving things into her pockets, and Patricia says that they don't have time for a picnic. She says she wants to be I said, I love a picnic. You and the house and it was writers. <laughs> well, Amber has to be ready for a picnic. The girlies need to be ready for a picnic. Always. <laughs> Bible said always be prepared, so... <laughs> Then they go over the plan. Joy has named the guards in the Senate game. She names them Jasper, Sweetie, Vera, and Trudy. And then the mean one at the back is Victor. So when I start saying these names, they are mostly the Senate game people. <laughs> it's a little confusing to verbally recap. Joy said she planned it out using the video she took and she thinks she'll be able to predict what they'll do except for Victor. Fabian says he's still glad they hired her and Amber scoffs. So he said they're, they all say they're all as ready as will ever be. They say for Nina, for Alfie, for the math, Sabuna. Joy starts directing them. The guards move, but no one falls, and they are released. For Alfie! Ooh, yes. They acknowledge someone is not Nina! Well, they do say, I guess, for Nina for the mask for Sabuna, but... Just, we could do for Nina and for Alfie. We could do that. Alfie. Oh, apparently I zoned out, but um, somewhere in this mess I had the not line the note marty i'm scared oh yeah that was about the picnic yeah you know what we don't care it we, we're it's past that now victor and vera walk into the library victor says justice is taught four students enter the library and they all disappeared he says they're in the tunnels and he's going in after them vera says to see if they have the mask and he says that and to find out what happened to alfie and nina vera tries to go with him and he says no she needs to come keep watching in case trudy and jasper come back she asks if that's the only reason he's not taking her and she says yes but looks suspicious. so wait okay in this scene victor just says he wants to find out what happened to alfie and nina he does not say he wants find out what happened to Jerome. Does he know Jerome's hmm. gone? Or does he like, maybe, maybe he doesn't even know Jerome is with his uncle. He has to know Jerome lives in his house. I mean not that the don't know. Fuck. I don't know. That does disprove my theory though. Or he genuinely thinks Jerome went somewhere with his uncle. 
Maybe. I guess. I guess it's a pretty believable lie. I don't know. I mean, Eddie maybe... said, hey, I saw Jerome, and he was with his uncle, and he said he's going to go hang out with his uncle. That's true. He's got an alibi. Like, and as far as Victor knows, Eddie has no reason to, like, lie unlike the other kids. Like, not about true. something with Jerome. True. It wouldn't make any sense. Why is memes like him? memes? Why are you? Oh, no. It's somebody that follows us. Never mind. It's like, why is a meme page liking my be real? We make it and it was backwards be real, and we just take turns posting shit. I'm kidding. Let us be logged into two different bureaus. Uh, we'd have to probably log in and out each day. Yeah. Alright, let's can we finish part one so I can get rid of my gar- yeah. little plate. Yeah. Joy directs Amber to stand in a danger... Oh wait, did I read all that? Yes. Okay. Joy directs Amber to stand on a dangerous bird. She says it should be safe. Fabian says it's near Victor, the Senate player, not actual Victor. Amber says that that's one she can't predict. Joy says she's been watching and thinks she's got him figured out. Fabian suggests that she move Amber onto the same square as Patricia. Victor, the real Victor, not the Senate thing, is now spying on them. They ask Patricia what to do and she says not to ask her. Amber then steps on the square of Patricia and then they both fall. They scream and Fabian tells no. Victor and Joy look around. Um, so when Amber was trying to decide where to move because Fabian was basically like, I can't tell you what to do. Joy, there was like a pan somewhere in the scene where Joy looked just so annoyed that like As Fabian she should. Was, like, I agree. Um, also, do we think Amber moved to the side because she trusted Fabian more? 100%. Yeah, she hates but, Joy. Like, that hurts though. Like it really does. She, like, she really has beef with Joy. Mm-hmm. I know. And she like, I don't know if she ever got over it. Like, was she over it in season three? Or did she leave before she could really get over it? She might have left before she could really get over it, which is sad. I feel yeah. like Amber would have been like, no, Amber, hearing that they're gonna try to have Joy seduce Jerome because he cheated on Mara, like, y'all, that's a terrible idea. Here's how we really just get revenge, and it would be her having Elfie help them prank him. That'd be really wholesome. So that is the middle of the episode, so now time for a word from our sponsors. Ooh. Patricia and Amber fall. Amber hugs Alfie saying she missed him. He says he needs to breathe. She hugs Dina and says she needs a shower. Dina says there's nothing she'd like more. Patricia says that they totally have everything under control. But like, I'm, I'm sorry. It's not Alfie. It's Alfie. <laughs> Alfie. That's my favorite character on House Manubas. Like how Laura did not welcome us back for part two of the episode. She was just like, we're going. <laughs> well, she wants her door dash, uh, folks. back. You guys said if you want to eat your food, you have to recap the episode right now. You could have said hello first, Laura. Hello, welcome back to News Backwards. Um, do you want me to reread the thing? I no, I don't. No, I, no, I, I was just sure. giving you shit. Welcome back. Anyway, then Joy asks Fabian why... Oh, this is a long note. Joy and Fabian get a whole fight here. Joy asks Fabian why he asked for her help if he's not going to listen to her. He says he made a mistake. She says if they make a mistake, someone falls to the floor. He says he feels bad enough as it is. She says that he should feel bad and even Victor tricking out of this. Fabian says he didn't know what would happen if they did Joy's move. And she says, worst case scenario, they lost Amber and have two players instead of one. Fabian says she always has to be right and she's a bully and a control freak. He calls, she calls him a geek and a coward. He calls her a witch. She calls him a doormat. She asks what to do now. He says they don't have much of a choice. This whole scene felt so, like, important to their whole arc this entire season. Like, Mm -hmm. this fight felt so much more than just them fighting over Senate. I felt like it was, like, finally all their emotions that have been building up this whole time over all the, like, stupid things they both did all just, like, came out. And I don't know, like, I'm just, there, there's going to be more JV in comments as we continue through these scenes. But like, this yeah. was just, this felt like a very important scene for them. And I enjoyed it, even though they were yelling at each other. Uh, first and foremost, my dog was here because she just wanted to tell me she agreed with your statement. She's now left. Thank you. She's going to be in the podcast tonight. 
Um, also, like, just imagine if they listen to Joy. I, like, I know it's just scary. Like, I understand why it's a little scary because she has not always been the, like, you know... I don't know how to finish that statement. Uh, also, Joy just, like, went in at Fabian, like, as she should. Which, to that, I have to say, queen shit. Also, Fabian said something like, you just always have to be right, and, like, rub, like everyone's noses in it. And I'm like, well, in this instance, she was right, and she did deserve to rub your nose in it. Correct. I also love when Fabian calls people witches. <laughs> Can you imagine if this was a regular show, and Fabian, he got to like, call her a bitch? That would have been a lot, though. That would have been... Too. Yeah. <laughs> Like, do we think when Fabian calls people a witch, he's trying to call them a bitch, but he can't because he was a Nickelodeon? I think so. Bitch in a Nickelodeon 100%. way. Yep. What uh, do you say bitch in a Nickelodeon way? Mean in a Nickelodeon way, yeah. <laughs> Fabian says sorry and Joyce says, let's do this. And then we cut to the library. Vera's phone is ringing and she says, Rufus, go away. I don't want to talk to you. Victor comes back up and Vera asks what's happening. He says it's not going well and she says for anyone. In the tunnels, Fabian feels like they're getting somewhere, but Joy worries about the dangers posed by Victor, the Senate player, not the actual Victor. And that the movements could be random. Fabian tells her she can do this. She says, but if I'm wrong, he tells her that she's good at it. He tells her to tell him the moves that she has planned and that he will do them. She says, oh, but then she tells him the moves and he starts doing them. She says, Fabian, no, and runs towards him, but she's not on the board. She's like watching from like the doorway. Um, the statues turn toward Fabian and he doesn't fall. He says, yes, join Fabian hug. She hits him and says, you promise you wouldn't move. He says, one of us had to trust you and it wasn't going to be you. I said, honestly, I love Jaden. Me too. Uh, also, Joy just, like, Joy deserves the world. He says that Joy was right. He has been a coward. She says he's brave. He says not about the game, about them. He says that she knows that she missed her window with him. Then they shake hands and hug and agree to be friends. Except this whole scene just makes me want them to date, not be friends. (laughs) Like, so much tension in a scene where they go, let's be friends. Like, no, make out. What are you doing? Fear enough. So then the mask of Anubis and those one key start glowing and then there's there's a key to the mask. But then there's also a key that says something about friends on it and Fabian says that that must be the key to where the others are. So Joy has picked up the key to the mask and Fabian can't get the friend's key out. So he says there must be a choice between saving their friends and getting the mask. So she has to put the key back to the mask and Fabian then is able to pick up the key to where their friends are and then the pedestal thing that had the key on it sinks down. So Amber is handing out snacks and she says that Patricia should have mocked her for grabbing them. Patricia says she, they should face it. They're never getting out. Then they throw Fabian to Nina. And then Fabian and Joy walk in. And then Fabian hugs Nina and Patricia hugs Joy. Amber's so mean, for real. I also would be like, I need snacks. Fabian then says they couldn't have done it without Joy. And Nina thanks her. Joy says that they're even now. I hurt, but like in a good way. Nina says that they need to get the mask. Fabian says it's the last way. And that they had a choice to release their friends or the mask. And they all climb back into the library. Nina says she'll go visit Grand and they'll find a way to open the case. Victor and Beer are crying and Victor says they must have completed the task, but they wonder where the mask is. Then Victor and Beer go back to the tunnels to see the mask. Beer wants to break the glass, but Victor says if that were that simple, the kids would have done it. He says to leave it to him and they should maintain an air of normality. Beer protests, but he yells, I said, leave me. He tells her to find out what she can for the students. Yes, Victor, put her in her place. She deserves this. Don't let her walk all over you anymore. At the house, Eddie asks Patricia where she's been hiding. She says, here, there, chess club, infirmary. He says he's not stupid. He says that Alfie is back and Nina has been back after visiting her grand for three days, but she's going to go visit her grand tonight. Eddie is suspicious. Um, to that I just said, my baby's with a frowny face. I like how Patricia's implying that she's in the chess club. I know, that's just funny. It seems out of character. Wait, it's probably, like, because they've been playing Senate. She's like, oh, I've been playing chess. Oh, you're right. That makes sense. But, like, she's like, Eddie, I'm in the chess club. Eddie's probably like, yeah, right. (laughs) 
mean a school's bad line. Then Mar walks in and says that Poppy's only relative with an R name is her Aunt Ruby and asks if Eddie is sure that he's still a man. He says that it was a quote-unquote guy with a girl's name, Uncle Renee. Trisha asks what he looks like and Eddie describes him, but Trisha says no. Mara asks if she knows who the man is. Victor starts looking around Vera's room. He hears her phone ringing and sees the contact is Artisino Rufus. He throws the phone at a mirror, breaking it. He looks at the mirror angrily. Uh, Victor, that is seven years of bad luck. Victor already has bad luck. I mean, you're not wrong. I also love how Vera leaves her loud ringer on, like, aggressively, like, loud all the time. Very boomer thing of her to do. I mean, true. In Nina's room, St. Carter's mad at her for returning without the mask. She said, Nina's friends have the key and discarded it, and Nina says it was to rescue her. St. Carter said the mask is unique, the chosen one's not. She said the old myths are true, and Nina asked about the Osirian. St. Carter says, yes, she says her patience is running thin with Nina, and that the old one will die first at sundown tomorrow. Nina pleads with her, St. Carter said Nina will be next, then the pretty girl, the clown, the ivory girl, and the precious boy. Nina says not to touch any of them. St. Carter has saving might be too important to kill. She says at sundown tomorrow, Nina will follow, then she'll Okay. So like first of all, leave Gran alone. And I'm sure she I'm sure she just referred to Gran as the old one because Gran is, you know, old. But like, what if that was implying Gran had also been a chosen one? Hmm. Interesting take. Interesting. If she was the chosen one though, would she like let Nina go to the school? I mean she might not have known though. Because she was in America. Like if she had no connection to the school. Like, because Nina technically didn't have a connection to the school until she got there. Mm, very interesting. Hmm. It's possible. That's some food for, food for thought. That is the end of our episode, and um, now time for the chip of the week. JBM. Yeah, JBM, we got some solid content. I mean, they agreed to be friends, but we got content. So true. Runner up, um, Petrofi. So true. Petrofi, besties. I will wait Petrofi romantically, according to Eddie. <laughs> um, brain cell of the week. Low-key, like, everyone not in Sabuna, like, Eddie and Mara and Poppy all being like, something's up, what's going on? Yeah. Why, why is everyone well, being weird? Well, I don't think, oh, Eddie thinks Patricia's suspicious. He doesn't think the thing with Jerome is suspicious. That's true. I mean, I think he does, just not. He's like, I don't care about Jerome. Yeah, that's basically it. Sorry to Jerome, I really don't care. <laughs> yeah, and Joy, I think, did a good job. I agree. Joy. That's true. Joy did do a good job. Brain cell to Joy as well. Lots of brain cells. All right. As usual, not in Sabuna. Never in Sabuna. Sabuna has one brain cell between all of them, which is why we start avoiding brain cells. Okay, and then we were gonna do, like, the shuffle song game for our game. Okay, so the game is we shuffle our music libraries, and then as we shuffle our music libraries, we shuffle it, I think we're gonna do, like, five songs each. We're gonna pick which house of newest character or ship each song that we come up with is. Yes. Who's going yes. first? Am I going first? Because I'm hosting today? Do it. Okay. How do we put this on shuffle? Oh. The first song I got was What I Have by Kelsey Bellerine. Alright, tell um, us what that song's about. It's about, like, being content, like, where you are in your life. Oh, that's nice. I don't know if any of uh, the House of Anubis get, like, they're all in high school, you know? Mick. Mick is! He's doing alright <laughs> with what he has because he's away from this chaos that is Anubis House School. And he's he, thriving. He's thriving. Cool. And he's living his best life. Love that pin. Right. Do you want me to go next, Emily? Yes, please. I'm trying to get my phone to decide it likes me. So I just got a song called Talk by Ingrid Andrus. It's off her new album that just came out. Um, so this song is about people that are, they're dating and they're clearly having issues and they both recognize that they're having issues, but then all they do is talk about it, but they never do a thing about it. And then they're like, do you even care about us? Because I really care about us, but all they do is talk. Um, and nothing ever gets fixed. So it's going to be a lot of the dysfunctional couples on the show. <laughs> Like, maybe, I'm trying to think who 
talks a lot but doesn't do anything. Like maybe Nina and Fabian, maybe Amber and Alfie. Literally every couple. I don't think Amber and yeah. Alfie though, from what you've described with the song. Yeah. A little bit more than the others. Alright. Okay. Anthea So I got you might not like her by Maddie Zan Zan Zan? It's 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 a TikTok song. Um, so basically it's like talking about how like her younger self wouldn't like the person she becomes, but how she like as an adult likes who she is because like she kind of had dealt with a lot of like guilt and stuff in her childhood. And like I could think of being like Nina KT Joy, like one of those three. Because mm -hmm. like, you know, I don't really know how to explain it. I just think it like or even Patricia, like any of the girls, I could just see it fitting like how like their younger versions don't like wouldn't like who they become as adults but for different mm -hmm. reasons but like yeah. as adults they like themselves and they're happy with where they are i got I the like best it. song for my second shuffle the next song i have is boyfriends by hairstyles <laughs> um so this is about like boyfriends that take advantage of their girlfriends basically i would say jerome <laughs> yeah. i would say jerome and mara yes fair enough that's the correct answer no, no discussion needed. All right, I just got a song called Take It Slow by Connor Smith. Um, I think it's a pretty chill song. It's about when you just first start dating someone, and it's like, let's just take it slow, like, enjoy the early stages of this relationship. So um, I'm thinking, like, wholesome, cute, let's take it slow. Maybe, like, Mick and Mara? I don't know. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. It could really be any Why? of them when they're Why in, like, not? the honeymoon phase. All of them are in the honeymoon phase. Or maybe it's Nina and Fabian, like, early season two. Annoying. Maybe. Yeah. They all become annoying in five minutes. Right. Fair enough. Okay, so my next song is Good For Her by Mothica and Emlyn. And basically, like, the entire song is, like, female. does what she wants and basically says, like, I don't need, like, society. I don't want to say society's norms. That's a weird way to word that. But, like, like strong female empowerment mm -hmm. moment. Um, This is a Joy Mercer song. I could see this girl blasting this song. I mean, it's it's more of a Patricia style of music, but like lyrically, it's Joy all the way. Mm -hmm. You know Joy would be into Patricia. it. Patricia probably recommended Joy listen to it, actually. Like Angry Feminist yeah. Bops. I feel like Patricia and Joy would have a shared Spotify playlist, playlist just entitled Angry Feminist Bops. Honestly, and I checked out. Can you make it? I, I, I will make an Angry Feminist Bops playlist. Make it on the Spotify. <laughs> I will. <laughs> this is the like Joy Patricia combo playlist. There's probably, there's probably, like, a lot of, like, Taylor Swift a la Joy, and then, like, we get some pop punk 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 rock from, yeah. it would be great. The vibes would be great. Love it. Okay, well, but are we going, like, authentic, like, 2011, or are we going, like, <laughs> I think, like, if it, if I could see them listening to it in 2011, I would okay. look at it. Like, if that makes sense. Like, I will use modern songs, but only if I feel like they would listen to it in 2011. It's only if you feel okay. like the characters like, would Joy, Joy, Joy would have, using, like, if bad, if bad blood existed in 2011, Joy would have, that would have been Joy's number one song on Spotify. Like, you Joy know what I mean? don't have Spotify, they have, uh, fucking 8-tracks. <laughs> yes, but I'm making it Spotify. And they're buying songs on iTunes, yeah. <laughs> like, it can't be songs I feel like present. It has to be songs I feel like high school day them would like. It can't be songs present yeah. present day them would like. Because yeah, that's a whole other can of work. age cells would like them, but they might be modern songs because... Why do I keep... I'm trying not to, like... Oh, okay, that's a good one. Anyways, keep going, folks. <laughs> My next song is Our Song by Taylor Swift. Is this any of them? <sighs> It's like just the the wholesome cute couples like making. So maybe would have to be Elf, I was gonna say Elf maybe Willow. Elfie Willow. Oh yeah, yeah, they're wholesome too. Yeah, 
TikTok reels. Oh my god, I felt ancient because I saw this girl on TikTok talking about the song, our song, and she was saying, oh, like they said talk real slow because they were using a landline phone like in the olden days. I was like, help. Like she, and she also said that she was one years old when debut came out, and I was like, please rescue me. Good night. <laughs> I was like, I am 85. Like, talking slow not that they were talking slow because they were using a landline i feel like they were talking like quietly so they yeah, so yeah. that's what i think she means yeah okay silly using well i also got a song by miss swift um the last great american dynasty which we've discussed before and it's sarah's song true i'm going sarah, to and then passing it on to nina yeah so i'm going to admit to cheating because i technically got red taylor's version but i was like we've already discussed this so i went to the next song and I'm going to discuss that one instead, which was That's Break fair. 2 by Cassidy Pope, which is actually a breakup song. But it's a song where, like, you're the person who broke someone's heart, but, like, you're also upset and hurting by it. Which would be a petty song, specifically Patricia, post-season 2, ooh, mm-hmm. pre-season 3, because, like, she's also hurt. Like, she knows she broke his heart, but she's also hurting. It wasn't an easy call for her. And she's willing to take the blame in the breakup. Yeah. We want to do, like, one more each, because I want to go get yeah. dinner. The next I think song Laura's I got almost there. was the very first night. Did we discuss this? Did we discuss the doll dress? We, we must have at some point when Curious Taylor, Taylor's version came out. I feel like we did, but I can't remember it. I don't remember um, yeah. discussing the red vault track. Maybe we didn't. I think because oh, this is red. I we did fearless, but not red. Taylor's red. version came out. We'll have to do um, red midnight power hour. I could see that being Fabina. Yeah, I can't. I want to elaborate. Yeah. No, it feels oh, yeah. like that, How and it feels like a 2011. London, where are you? Where I'm wondering. Where something is it? She says something. Emily, like, How if is that it came in out when Red came out, you would have made a Fabina edit to it. I would have. That's why I Lizzie said it. London. How are you all? I'm wondering if I'll ever see you again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, would have like that would have that would have been on musical Wheaton's channel. It would have. You're not wrong. Yes, I I would say yeah, Fabina. Right. I miss you like it was today. All right, and I just got Kate's brother by Maisie Peters. So this is clearly gender bent, um, pipey. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Wait, am I getting the world music the lyrics just up to the very first night and message in a bottle? I think you did, but it's fine. Okay, I would say message in a bottle is also Sabrina, then, but also the very first night you can also be Sabrina because I'm getting the words mixed up. <laughs> You're doing amazing, up. sweetie. Sorry to Taylor Swift, my bestie. Um, I agree. Kate's brother is. <laughs> Yeah, basically, for those who don't know, you should so first of all go listen to the song because it's a bop, but it's basically about um, Maisie goes to a party, or has a party, and her friend Kate comes and brings her brother, and then they, like, fall in love, basically. And she's like, are we gonna work? I don't know. Are you gonna break my heart? But I really like you. So, it feels like okay. party. Get a flight to Canada. So, to end on a angsty <laughs> note. <laughs> okay. So, to end on an angsty note, your girl got 29 by Demi Lovato. What? Oh, no. To be on brand for us, I'm just gonna say Payson and yeet yeet goodbye good night. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, was... um, that's the only option we've really got here. That is, that's the best option. That's why I was like, I shouldn't make fun of this song, but I'm also going to make fun of it. I, I feel like the entire thing with Payson with us has become such like a, it's like a meme for us basically. Like, it's it's, you know, it feels fitting. Like, I feel like Jason like, probably was around happen. 29. Like, it would be bad. All right. Anyways, anyways, wrapping thank up. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, it's been a great time. Emily's social media plug goes here. Hi, guys. You can follow us on our socials. We are Anubis Backwards Pod on Tumblr. We are Anubis Podcast on Twitter. Anubis Backwards Pod on Instagram. Anubis Backwards Pod on TikTok. 
Uh, you can send in voice memos to anchor.fm slash newsbackwards. You can also support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash newsbackwards. Anyway, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, we'll be back next month, probably in Sabuna. Sabuna, you'll probably get the finale next time you actually hear us. There's so much I wanted to say. The way I see it, is there anyone there? I would also like everyone to know that the next song after 29 was Someday from Zombies 3. So we are kind of glad I ended on 29. Anyways, good night, everybody. Isn't that the song everybody. that's like, we can be more than Yes. More oh, what could go so wrong? Why do I know that song? You're from a perfect paradise. I'm like, okay. I know, I know that song. End, this, end the episode. <laughs>